Grab your popcorn and goobers. It's time for Motherhood in Hollywood with your host, Heather Brooker. This is a crude prude's perspective on being a full-time mom in showbiz. So hold on to your butts. Here's Heather. Hey, everyone. Welcome to episode one of Motherhood in Hollywood. I'm Heather Brooker, and I'm the host of this big bad show. I am an actress who occasionally gets to uh, be on TV shows and in movies, but more importantly, I'm a mom to a very active and very opinionated two-year-old, and we have a lot of fun because I get to be a stay-at-home mom with her and uh, go to auditions and go to workshops and take classes whenever um, I get a chance to do that, and it's a lot of fun. But I have learned a lot in the past couple of years since my daughter was born about myself, about my friends, about uh, what it takes to be a mom and what it doesn't take to be a mom. And more importantly, I've met a ton of amazing people since I started this acting career. I used to be a hard news reporter. I worked for several television markets in the Midwest and um, I covered things like murders and the police beat. I was on the education beat at one station for a little while. And uh, a lot of people don't realize, but when you work in news, it can really start to wear on your soul after a while. People who've been doing it for decades can get a little jaded, get a little hardened, um, almost because you have to, you have to separate yourself a little bit from the people in your story so you can remain unbiased. And over time, I found that I was having a really hard time separating myself from some of the heartbreaking stories um, or hard-hitting stories that I was having to tell as a news reporter. I found that I always just wanted to crack a joke and make somebody laugh or find a way to make my cameraman laugh um, and people in the newsroom. That, to me, was more fulfilling at one point than talking about the latest murder or fire around the corner. So after a lot of discussions with my husband, Chris, I decided to leave the news business as a reporter and start pursuing um, my dreams from way back in like middle school and high school of being an actress. And the minute I made that change, it was like a huge weight had been lifted off my shoulders. I found so much joy in being on stage and performing, and I loved auditioning for a new part. It meant I got to play somebody different, uh, even if it's just for a few minutes. I still love auditioning. I still love it when I get that call from my agent or manager saying, you've got an audition and you're going to be playing a cop. You're going to go play a lawyer. You're going to go play a wacky neighbor. Um, It's really a big thrill for me to get to be able to do that. Uh, so I did that for several years before, um, my husband and I decided to start having kids and wow, I thought I had life down pretty well. I was pretty confident in myself and my abilities. And then all of a sudden this gorgeous, wonderful, funny, needy, um, sometimes smelly (laughs) little girl came into my life. And I have never looked back. She's amazing. I can't even remember what my life was like before her. That doesn't mean every day is roses and sunshine. And any parent who tells you that is um, full of a big bag of dicks. 
and uh, lying through their teeth. Not every day is roses and sunshine. In fact, most days, especially with a toddler, are not. But when it is lovely and she's just like got that smile on her face that goes on for days, man, it is the best feeling in the world. And this is coming from a person who straight up used to hate kids. I would tell people, ew, no, I'm never having kids. They're the grossest things ever. They're loud. They're noisy. They interrupt my peace and quiet, you know, when I'm at my restaurant trying to eat pizza with my husband or whatever. You know what? Get over yourself, old me. Um, I can tell myself that, right? But uh, definitely having Channing, that's my daughter's name, Channing. Definitely having Channing has changed my perspective on life, on parents, parenting, um, my own mother, oh geez, I don't even know how she did it as a single mom raising such an amazing daughter like myself. Um, humble, humble, humble. And, um, so yeah, that's it in a nutshell. I have this crazy, exciting dream and, uh, yet I get to balance that out with this fun and crazy life of being a mom and trying to keep my toddler entertained and, from having a meltdown in the middle of the grocery store when I just need to go and get paper towels that happened this week. Yeah, this is it. This is my creative outlet as a mom, a stay-at-home mom with a part-time acting habit. And I hope you'll uh, stay with me for the journey because I've got some really uh, amazing friends lined up who have really great stories to tell. Some of them are moms. Some of them are not moms. They're just really cool people that I know. Some of them are in the industry. Um, some of them you may have heard of. Some of them you may not. And that's okay. I think the bottom line uh, I want to get across is that we're all unique people. We all have great stories to tell. It's it's that reporter in me that's coming back to life whenever the idea of this podcast came up. I still want to be able to tell great stories, but I want to do it on my terms. And I want to make them fun and funny and be interesting. And hopefully, if you're listening along at home, you're getting something out of it too. And if not, uh, go fuck yourself. No, I'm just kidding. No, 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 no need to do that. No need to be so harsh, but you should know that I am harsh. Sometimes I have a very, um, sassy and brassy, I guess is a nice way to say it, sense of humor. So I hope you will embrace that and brace for that. If you subscribe to the show, it's going to be a lot of fun. I promise. Now that uh, the little bit of introduction to me and who I am is all finished, I want to tell you guys where you can find Motherhood in Hollywood. We're on the World Wide Web at motherhoodinhollywood.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at M-I-H-Podcast, all one word, M-I-H-Podcast. I'll have lots of tweets about the show, but also tweets about fun things that I'm thinking about at the moment or whatever I'm interested in or what my guests might be involved in. You can also go and like my Facebook page. That is Motherhood in Hollywood podcast, if you'll do a search for that page. Also on Pinterest and Tumblr. Got to have all the social media networks covered. I mean, if you're going to do it, you might as well do it. Go big or go home. Am I right, kids? That's right. Um, Twitter, Facebook, World Wide Web, Pinterest, all of that stuff. Just look up Motherhood in Hollywood. And one other really exciting thing I'm doing um, for the first couple of months that the show is going to be on iTunes is we're doing a special giveaway. 
Um, for those of you who go on iTunes, subscribe to the show, rate it, review it. Tell me what you think, good or bad. It doesn't matter. Just give me a rating and uh, so that I know you're listening and I can get a little bit of feedback on my show. I want to hear if you like it. Is there something you want me to talk more about? Is there something you want me to talk less about? If you want to see bigger stars, go listen to the Mark Mayer. <laughs> to the Mark Marin podcast or one of the other bajillion podcasts um, from comedians who are in Hollywood. Uh, that's not this show. This show is fun people, real people. Occasionally there will be some actors that I know who are who are well-known actors and celebs. Um, but this is a show about real people with dreams who are trying to um, balance their lives as parents and make it in Hollywood. If you go on iTunes, subscribe to the show, leave me a rating or review. I'm going to do a drawing on September 15th. That is the last day you can leave a rating or review on the show and be eligible for the prize. Please continue to rate and review after that, though. There will be more prizes to be had down the road. But I'm going to be giving away the Honest Company Bath Time Bundle. Um, it comes with bath bubbles, a soap and shampoo combination. There's also hand soap and some other things involved there. It's a really great bundle. But the big prize is that you'll get a personalized motherhood in Hollywood tote bag. One of the very few in existence at this point. So you could be one of the first to own one. This whole prize package is about a $70 value. So you're definitely going to be getting a pretty cool prize, I think, from uh, me and the Motherhood in Hollywood podcast to carry on for the rest of your life if you'd like <laughs> so make sure you go on and do that you must be 18 or older to enter and um you don't have to leave a good or bad review like i said you just have to leave a review i um and then i will pick a drawing pick at random a winner and you must be within the united states please in order to win no shipping overseas france so calm down people in africa who are obsessed with my show you can't win the bath time bundle just keep that in mind okay everybody so let's dive into the show shall we first up my very first guest on the show i'm very excited to welcome jennifer hasty jennifer has been on mad men fresh off the boat selfie bunheads she was in the movie horrible bosses she is an actress and mother she was actually one of the first mom actors that i um basically stalked and made her be my friend. I uh, We talk a little bit about me grilling her at a party, and I'm so glad I did. I'm ever so glad I did. So uh, let's get started. Here's Jennifer. Hi, Jennifer. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm going to call you Jen. Yes. Okay. Because uh, I like it. <laughs> I do and too. It's, <laughs> and it's my show. I can do what I want. Um, also, occasionally in the background, you might hear our kids playing. <laughs> Because we're moms. <laughs> and um, now you have a seven-year-old. Yes. And uh, her name is Jane. Mm-hmm. She's beautiful. Thank you. And very sweet and yes. awesomely entertaining my toddler right yes. now. <laughs> which I'm so grateful for. She's very good at that. Yeah. Um, so I have a confession to make. Part okay. of the reason why I wanted you to come on the show is because, you may or may not remember, but years ago uh, when I was pregnant, we met at a party. Mm-hmm. A mutual friend of ours, Lindsay Hollister. Yes. And um, I was super pregnant at the time and terrified 
of having a baby. It was a and Halloween like, party. It was a Halloween yeah. party. And I was dressed as Mother Mary, yeah. which is completely inappropriate. Um, but whatever. And uh, I remember asking you, because uh, Lindsay had introduced and said, oh, this is my friend Jen. Yeah. She has a kid. I think yes. it was exactly like that. She's got a kid. Yeah, because I don't think anyone else there did. Nobody, nobody did. Yeah. Nobody did. Yeah. So um, I was like, oh, and I immediately, I think, grilled you for like an hour. And you were so kind and answered all of my ridiculous questions. They're not. They were not ridiculous. But like, I will never forget that. And I was like, I want to be your friend. (laughs) I was like, we're going to be friends. But also you really are and like were one of the only moms I know in this business. Wow. Yeah. Is, Is that unusual? I mean, do you find, I mean, you probably since, you know, Jane is seven now, you probably have had time to meet other moms. I've met a lot of people that are in the industry that are moms, but honestly, actresses, not too many. Yeah. Not too many at all. That's what I'm finding too. It's like, um, I don't know if it's a backlash, like they're just don't want to, you know, be parents or don't want to be moms because it seems too hard or they're afraid that they won't get cast. I think that, well, any kind of change like that is huge because for a while after Jane was born, I didn't work for a while. And also I was actually pregnant during the writer's strike. So it was kind of perfect timing. So no one was working. But, um, afterward it took a long time for like my brain to adjust to the new life. I don't know if you went through anything like that. And yes, definitely. But I, I don't know why people don't, I mean, it might be something where once they do have the baby, they don't Mm -hmm. want to be an actor anymore. I mean, there's probably tons of, did you find that people um, treated you different in the industry as far as like casting or auditions or even your reps? Mm. Because I didn't feel, um, I think initially there was like a dead silence from my manager at the time. Like (laughs) it was literally like, um, Hey, I'm having a baby. And it was like, Oh, good for you. Crickets (laughs) for a solid year. Yeah. 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 And I thought, Oh no, everything they say is true. Like you, re- your career really does come to a, a standstill. Maybe I, I did not experience that. And oh, okay. I didn't have my agents at the time. So when they brought me on, I was already, I already had Jane, but my mm-hmm. manager, I've been with him for 10 years and he was ecstatic. He bought oh, me presents. Awesome. He wants to, he wanted to meet Jane right away. Oh, that's so so he's been really warm and supportive and I've never struggled in that arena and my agents too, because I mean, that was just the, the package deal from the moment that they met me. Right. Right. But, um, lost my train of thought. Oh, no, <laughs> It's fine. Mommy brain. Mommy brain. It happens. (laughs) Why did I come in this room? It literally will happen to me where I will be, I'm a writer too. I write Mm -hmm. um, for uh, a local news station here on the weekend. So that's my part-time real job uh, (laughs) as I do air quotes. And um, I have to come up with words talking about murder and death and destruction and like try to make it sound interesting (laughs) uh, or different or topical. And I'm just literally sitting there like, uh, sometimes it just all words go out the window. (laughs) And as a writer, it's, that's the worst. Yeah. It's so to me, when when Jane was born, I lost my keys several times during the day yeah and I had to get a lanyard and attach them oh, no. to the lanyard around yeah. my neck and just if they weren't dangling in front of my face I would be like where are my keys I was like, well, they're gone again where and are my just, glasses the brain oh they're like is, right on your head yeah um yeah as far as like representation though I found that my manager at the time I didn't have an agent at the time when mm-hmm. I was um when I got pregnant um and I li- literally my phone stopped ringing overnight and I was only three or four months pregnant at the time. Hmm. So I could have probably worked for a while. And I remember emailing my manager and saying, Hey, you know, 
what's going on? I'm still available to work. And, you know, I'm a bigger lady. So it didn't really show up until I was about my six month of, of pregnancy. Yeah. So I yeah. couldn't help but wonder if that was like an industry thing. Maybe they were afraid. If maybe the industry was afraid. I still you know, kind of searching for that. I've wondered about that because I've heard that happen to people. It hadn't happened to me. I actually worked, um, as a pregnant woman. I could, it was kind of shocking. And I think my mind, I was so focused on Mm -hmm. being pregnant that I had really good auditions. Yeah. (laughs) It was like, Oh, this is great. The best thing ever. But, um, it might be possible that your focus, like a person's focus, like they suspect that now your focus isn't on your career. Sure. Now it's on your child. And so most people I think, wouldn't think that way but maybe some do like oh well you know that's why we lose friends I guess like you don't have time for us anymore yeah it's not a that was a big shift that I had too is as um and we were talking about that earlier is losing friends yeah like it was amazing to me how people who I thought were going to be there and like be supportive and seem excited just sort of vanished Mm -hmm. from my life Mm -hmm. or just flat out said I'm not interested in this yeah (laughs) and I was like oh I didn't know that that was an option yeah there's things you do that I'm not interested in (laughs) so it just got it just was really strange to me and Mm -hmm. I thought well maybe it's just me but I don't know if that happens to other moms no it happened to me I lost some friends and some of them were in like a dramatic way like yeah it's always about your daughter yeah yes you're right it is yeah of course it is (laughs) like I literally had one friend tell me I didn't think it was that big of a deal and I'm like I'm growing a human inside of me who's <laughs> going to come out into deal. the world and yeah. like, I have to keep her alive. <laughs> and you don't think that's a big deal? And people know I have her. Right. I can't like not keep her alive. Right. It's, yeah. it's such a strange um, phenomenon how that happens. And yeah. I don't think that's exclusive necessarily to Hollywood. No. And to, I think that happens to a lot of moms. Yeah. And that's, um, I always think of the Sex and the City episode where Miranda yes, has her baby and then yeah. all her friends just kind of evaporate. <laughs> yeah. And then like, she gets her mommy friends and... samantha is literally like pushing her in a cab and yeah. one episode like we're gonna go shopping bye and, and that was the i don't have a baby party right right yeah that was totally me a few times and i'd be like no but i'm still a person yeah i still enjoy drinks and yeah. like you know going out i mean until 10 now usually is, yeah um it always cracks me up people are like hey come on to my birthday party and i'm like oh great what time starts at 10 and i'm like mm, obviously are you crazy yeah. yeah middle of the night is like 8 30 for me yeah i'm like hey my show it's really late it's a comedy show i get yeah. on around 11 i was like okay i won't be going i love text you text me about it but I'm not good luck going. someone put it on someone video somebody it. put it on facebook and i'll check it out like it's that bad and it that literally changed in my life like the minute i had chance yes like it um I, I never thought I would be one of those people that was like, well, I got to go home now. I'm really tired. <laughs> like, I, you know, or like, I haven't showered in a few days. I, yeah. re- I really should go. I wasn't the person that would have a panic attack at nine o'clock at night because I'm outside yeah. my house and I'm still like wearing makeup and clothes. And yeah. I'm like, oh, God, I have to go home. You but have to go home. Yeah. It's, it's amazing how suddenly your priorities change, Mm -hmm. but I feel like, and part of the reason why I want to do this show is because just because my priorities have changed and shifted doesn't mean that my dreams have, right. You know, like I still want to be a working actor. I Mm -hmm. still want to make people laugh or cry or have some kind of emotion, but it's really been a challenge trying to find a balance between being a good mom and the sometimes demanding schedule that acting can have. 
happens. I, I, I worked with Melissa McCarthy and I pulled her aside and told her, I was like, thank you. Thank you for, because so nice. she knows she, yeah. starred, she was a guest star for years. Yeah. So she knows all that whole class system. Thing. I wonder if, if now that she's a, such a huge star, if she would be the same way. Did you work with her recently? I or did. Was it I worked right with before? her. No, it was uh, last year. I worked with oh. her on Mike and Molly. This was after Bridesmaid. Oh, that's right. Mike and Molly. And yeah. And she was, th- that whole experience was fantastic. It's I love unbelievable. It. They have a ritual before they go out for their um, taping and mm-hmm. just great. Absolutely. Everyone does a shot or... You know, they do this like thing where they, they get, they stand in a circle Mm -hmm. and they say, we know this is, um, temporary. Like Mm -hmm. we are just grateful for this time that we have and the time that we have together and we know it could end tomorrow. And then one of the guys in the show starts like, I feel like I'm giving away like secrets. Oh no. I don't know if I can tell you that, but they just do this wonderful chant thing and it gets them all revved up and ready to go. And they include everybody yeah. that's in the cast yeah. which you would do anyway for like before the tape have you ever done like a yes live studio tape and you kind of all meet first yeah and then you go out and it was just this camaraderie mm-hmm. that They did something similar. I did Nikki, Ricky, Dickie, and Dawn for Nickelodeon um, a month or so ago. And they did something similar to that where it's just the cast, Mm -hmm. um, which is a bunch of kids, basically. So it was like a bunch of kids and a couple of adults and me. And they were all standing around doing a a similar chant like that. And it's kind of got everyone hyped up. Um, They did it mostly, though, before the network run through. To make oh, sure they were all pumped for the I network. I would love that. Because the network run-through yeah. is so stressful. Yeah. Standing there with clipboards. I have <laughs> giving very... you demerits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what is everyone writing down? I yeah. was terrified. I had such a small part. Yeah. But I kept thinking, oh my God, they're going to fire me. I had a big part on a show and they did fire me. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. What yeah. happened? I just, well, it turns out that there was a celebrity that they initially wanted for the oh, part. No. And she couldn't do it. So they hired me. And everything was odd from the beginning. I was surprised that I even got it from the beginning. I was like, yeah. really me? And then they kept changing the character. Mm-hmm. From, she's um, she's Earth Mother. She's like, she's just down to earth. Okay. Uh, she's a school teacher. Oh, uh, wow. She's a dominatrix. She's oh. a mom. And I was like, you're driving me crazy. I'm oh going my God. And so what, I taped it all. We did the whole thing. But mm-hmm. I knew something was wrong. And then they retaped all my stuff with a celebrity that they wanted because it turns out she could do it. No. So they knew during the entire taping that they were going to fire were gonna me. Do that? Yeah. Oh, no. And they look at it like we didn't fire her. I was like, yeah, you fired me. But I mean, I yeah. got paid for the work. But yeah, but it just never aired. It never aired. And sometimes, though, like I don't know about you, but as for me, it is nice to get paid. Obviously, that's we would like to get paid. But you also want to see your work out there yeah. and you want other people to see what you can do and what you're bringing to um, the show and yeah. your talents and your gifts and all that. And how hard it cut. is to get into that position in the yeah. first place. And then it's, yeah, that kind of stuff. That was disheartening. But I was actually relieved in a bizarre way because, because I knew you my felt instincts. felt like it was so all over the place. Well, because there was something wrong from the moment that I entered casting, even though I love the casting office that I went to mm-hmm. and I have really good experiences with them mm-hmm. and I could tell they wanted, they kept, they redirected me like six or seven times. I was like, that just is strange. That yeah. Really yeah. Yeah. And, um, I, when I finally got the call that they were going to retape my stuff, I remember going, oh, thank goodness, because mm-hmm. at least my instincts are right on that I knew something was wrong from the start. And you weren't crazy. And I'm not crazy. It's not in your head. Yeah. And I'm not just like the mom, the working actor mom mm-hmm. who my hormones are raging and everything's sure. off. Mm-hmm. I was right. And I and I knew it. One thing I've noticed being on set is that, that I 
wasn't fully prepared for, I don't think, as an actor, is how isolating it can be. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if you're just a day player or a guest star or just on for like a day. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone's always very nice and polite, but they know that they don't have to be like your friend. They don't have to like get to know you because you're not going to be there tomorrow. Yeah. And it's such a quick like um, in and out you know, situation where you're just popping in, doing your couple lines, yeah, and then you're you just go. freelance. You're just you freelance. You just go into your little space, your right. little bubble, and right. you try to make an impression because right. there is always that possibility that, that you, you could, could recur. Right, that you could recur. You know, and that happens a lot. Mm-hmm. And I would say most of the time I've had really good experiences, but there is always that layer of class system. Yeah. There's always oh, like. Oh, totally. Yeah. That was also really surprising to me mm-hmm. how differently on a set you're treated if you just have the one or two lines mm-hmm. versus if you're a guest star versus if you are the star of the show yeah. or a regular on the show. Yeah. Um, like uh, I, the first guest star I did was on a show that never got picked up. It was <clears throat> like a Disney kid show. <laughs> What's going on? screaming sounds like good screaming uh, though it jane, if like, it were bad jane would come in and tell me it feels me. like my daughter my daughter would not oh there's jane hi is everything oh, okay uh oh you can come in guys you can come in jane what's happening <laughs> okay it's maybe no one's dying <laughs> i think i i'm i think we can rest assured that no, no one's, one's dying. dying all right yell if you're dying <laughs> just let us know give us the code words <laughs> um but yeah, I did um, the first guest star audition I did, or guest star role that I did. I remember um, it had started to rain, and we were outside, mm-hmm. and one of the PAs came up and stood there and held an umbrella over my head while it was raining. And I thought, I can hold my own umbrella. I'm yeah. not that big of a deal. And I was like, I can do it. And he goes, no, 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 no. He's like, you're a guest on our show. Let me do it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, well, excuse me. In that case, <laughs> then. And then I need a pack of cigarettes well, I know, and a right? martini. Where is it? <laughs> I know, right? Where's my steak dinner? Come on in. What's up? What's oh, happening? I know she okay? screams. <gasps> Look at your fancy earrings. Oh. Channing, are you screaming? Oh. I see. Yeah, you got your fancy. Are you playing with Jane? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. No. Why are you screaming at Jane? We're just playing. Oh, oh you look very fancy. Very fancy. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Okay. You guys, are you going to go play some more? Maybe. Okay. Okay. I think Jane has a new fan. I think you might have a new babysitter. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> slam that shit. She does slam it. If it doesn't close the first time, she'll slam it go, five more times. Go, go. That's why the screws are falling out of that door. Because I'm always like, get out of here. Yeah, she'll slam, like, slam. I'll show yeah. you. You guys are so then cute. She, then she kind of screamed again. Um, when I was like, no screaming. Like this, like this animal thing, like running. Uh huh. On the ground. Running. 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 Jane, go get her. Yeah. No. What happened? Nothing. You can leave your earrings on. <laughs> oh, it's <yes>, yes. <laughs> you guys are so cute. Go. Go. All right. You better go get her. No spitting. Oh, the spitting is happening a lot. Is this just a two-year-old thing, or? 
it, it goes on, but with more um, consciousness. <laughs> more like older. specifically going to spit yeah. at you. It's like got a goal. That is my reaction to what you're telling me. Yeah. Spit at this you. This happens a lot. The spitting thing. <laughs> and screeching has been, was a phase for a long time. Like she's yeah. kind of out of it now, but screeching. Oh my God. The thing that surprised me about having a kid was they, how loud they're yeah. so. I've got a big voice. But yeah. I mean, like, the level like of sound. That's happening. Is right like, oh, and you can't God, really do anything about it. Yeah. <clears throat> go get it. Go, why are you shouting? Why? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. See, it's the intense. I'm pretty mm. sure I'm, I've lost a little bit of hearing from yeah. your screams. And you know, when you hear like your, your ear goes, yes, that's the last time that you'll hear anything at that decibel. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. And that so happens I, that to happens me. to me like every day. <laughs> On a regular basis. So I've literally lost yeah. decibels of hearing. That's why they used to do this stuff in the malls where they would send high-pitched sounds into the malls because they don't want the teenagers there. Oh, how funny. And the teenagers can hear those sounds, but people our age can't hear them because we're, like, we're middle-aged. Like and <clears throat> We've already lost it. You guys go play. Go play. Go, go play. show her go your cars. Okay. Yeah, go show her your cars and your purse. And purse? <laughs> your purse? Yeah, go show I, I do miss that age though. Oh, my purse. We went to get coffee this morning, which yeah. apparently I do way too much because I'm always like, "Hey, let's go!" And she goes, "We're going to Starbucks." Oh, and I'm every like, day I go because yeah. I have my like gold member card, so oh, I nice. get free drinks. It's all oh, I'm such up. an addict. But, but you know what? It's delicious and it's a it treat, is. and yeah. I've earned it. Yes, <laughs> and so have you. I've earned it. I earned it before I wake up every day. <laughs> right, like, exactly. I just by opening my eyes, I earned it. I have earned this coffee. <laughs> so she grabs her little purse and she's like, "I take my purse," and yeah. then she puts her sunglasses on and she. She's just like beyond fabulous for a yeah. two-year-old. I'm like, we're just going to Starbucks. Oh, it gets, she has, Jane has costumes. Oh, all really? Costumes. Yeah. And some of them, a lot of them are hand-me-downs because she has two older girl cousins and they're mm-hmm. teenagers now. Some of the stuff she's outgrowing, it's just, you know, like the, the Snow White thing is like a little tight on the arm now, but, um. Do you find that she takes after you in like into dress up and like yes. being like a little showy? She says she wants to be an actor. Oh, we wow. went to, we went to open house and they have like on the walls and I, I, volunteer at the school a lot so I already mm-hmm. knew this was happening but they would fill out like what do you want to be when you grow up and people are like doctor dentist fireman and hers was actor oh was wow like, and part of me is like ah, but I know it's like I'll nurture it you know I'm not gonna put her in the business yeah um but you know what are your thoughts on that people ask me constantly like oh do you want her to be an actor yeah and it's that's like, another side of that when you have a kid that that's yeah. a constant conversation that comes up um I look at the business and acting as sometimes separate things. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Is it happening? What's happening? They're on this. Uh, I just see her like <laughs> up here and she's like. <laughs> Shani is pushing um, Jane on her little car like, past, the, past the door. Of... And Jane's face, like, that's hilarious. And Jane's making her push it, of course. Of course. I would, like, too. like, you, hey, I'm 55 pounds. You Please push do, me. because it's almost nap time. Whatever we oh, can good, do to wear yeah. her out. Get her to lift weights. Um, I, I know that, like, I heard Fred savage have a good conversation about this once because people are always like oh don't put your kids in the business they turn out to be like crazy and mm-hmm. drug addicts yeah but you know there's Lindsay like Lohan's serial killers that were in little league so it's yeah like it's not you know necessarily business but i do think that for me personally i don't think that she would be a good candidate for the levels of rejection yeah and she's at an age now where it's the age of reason and so the consciousness is coming in Mm -hmm. and the self um awareness Awareness. is here 
And I see a lot of kids at auditions. And for the girls, in my particular experience, what I see, I don't like. Mm -hmm. I see young girls, tween years, Mm -hmm. um, sizing each other up immediately, which we do. But we're adults, and we've chosen to be in this. And we can also be friends and be competitors at the same time. I think that once you're practiced at that, you can do it. But if you're starting that way... Are you? I'm afraid she wouldn't have a natural uh, friendship with yeah. another girl, especially if she a were discernment, an actor. Uh, to be able to say this is work versus this yeah. is friendship in real life, and that everybody's a competitor, and we're mm-hmm. always competing against each other anyway. And yeah. girls can be so harsh with each other. I just don't want to throw that into the pool. Yeah. And there's so many jobs that are that kids you see kids on TV, and I think that it looks appetizing because it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, these kids are working, and my kid could do that, mm-hmm. but. I look at it like, okay, so there's a hundred auditions mm-hmm. and that's nine, they get one or they get two. Mm-hmm. And then that's 98, 99 times that they're not in school. Yep. They're not with their friends. They're sizing another girl up, m- multiple girls yeah. and 98 times that they feel bad about themselves that they didn't get it. Yeah. Now being a working actor mom, you know, maybe mm-hmm. I'd have an advantage cause I'd be able to talk to her about it having that experience right but i just i just don't want to that's my scenic route as to yeah i know no i and honestly that makes perfect sense to me and it's something that i've thought about um when i was pregnant Mm because you know it's the question started almost immediately oh is she gonna be an actor is she gonna be just like you and i'm like for me if it's something she decides later in life that Mm -hmm. she wants to pursue um and by later i mean you know when she's older if she's like mom this is something i really want to do i really want to you know be an actor then um i will help her we will do classes and Mm -hmm. you know i'll i will start there and make sure it's something she really wants to do before i start hauling her all over town for headshots and auditions and Mm -hmm. the rejection and all of that because quite honestly it's hard enough for me to get myself to an audition right. and be prepared and looking decent. I can't imagine hauling my two-year-old around right. and doing that too. That sounds exhausting. And when she starts school, mm-hmm. because I, I, you know, they're That's not a whole nother level. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that they're necessarily making sure that this, the auditions happen after school, mm-hmm. but I think that, they probably try, but I've been, most of the auditions I've been to have been in the middle of the day. Yeah. I so. see kids there. Um, and uh, you know, I can't, I wonder if a lot of them are homeschooled. I think maybe that's I think a they big are. thing in LA. Yeah. I know a lot of moms that do that. And yeah. some of these girls, they're teenagers. Mm-hmm. So the kids are, um, Mom, pooping. you're pooping oh. right now. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we just got that. That's awesome. That's perfect. So you're pooping right now, or do you need to have diaper change? She kept telling me that over and over. Oh, okay. Oh, you don't want to ride because you have poo poo. Oh, you don't want to squish it. Yeah, I understand that. Um, (laughs) perfect. This is my life. Yeah, no, this is perfect. You want to change diaper? All right. Well, can we take a short break then and change diaper? (laughs) Can you tell everybody we'll be right back? Okay. (laughs) Okay. All right, we'll be right back after a quick diaper change. Okay, and we're back. That was probably the most dramatic diaper change, <laughs> and I'm so glad you could be here to witness that. I'm glad that I could remember. It, wow. it brought back a lot about a lot of memories. Um, Channing just screamed her head off for about two minutes while I tried to change her diapers. She's got a little bit of a diaper rash going on there, mm-hmm. and 
I'm sure it hurts. I know it's uncomfortable, but I feel like sometimes she is so much more dramatic. And I don't know if it's just her or just this age or what, but I'm just like, it's overwhelming to me sometimes. Yeah. Um, which is why it's so hard to try to do anything like actor related or anything mm-hmm. like business related where I want to just like send out a funny tweet or whatever. And then you've got a two year old that's like screaming, right. I've got poop in my pants. <laughs> and, it you know? and it hurts. And it hurts. And where do you, yeah. And how do you focus your energy? Yeah. That's, that's such a challenge. Mm-hmm. It still is a challenge. Yeah. I was going to say, does it, I know you said it gets easier in terms of time mm-hmm. that you have to devote to your career. Cause your, your daughter is in school, mm-hmm. but like there's the emotional support and aspect of it too. Cause yeah. acting requires so much of your emotional space and your, um, your heart. Yeah. Um, but your kids, you know, are your top priority. I mean, yeah. they're your kids. So, and it does feel like I felt guilty for a long time about sure. anytime I would have sides, I would get sides and I only had, you know, you get your 12 page audition the night before for the next day, mm-hmm. which yeah. is just crazy. Yeah. And it's something where it, it is dramatic or it's something where to me, it's harder when it has to be funny. Yeah. Cause trying to find that space. And I have fluctuated from, really giving it my time Mm -hmm. to giving it just a little bit of time. And sometimes I get cast even when I put very little time into it. And sometimes I blow it when I put way too much time into it. Mm -hmm. And I think I was that way before I had a kid, Mm -hmm. but I don't really remember if I was that way, but I do know I had more space mentally, emotionally to to explore and to like try out different things. Um, I find I'm in the exact same position then. And it actually makes, it's comforting to me to know that I'm not alone in that. No, yeah. Um, I, whenever I do get sides, it's, there are moments when I'm like, Oh crap, mm-hmm. you know, because then I know I have to f- either squeeze it in while she's napping mm-hmm. or wait till my husband comes home. And so he can take her for the evening and then yeah. I can find some time to go over my lines and make some choices. And it's not, sometimes it doesn't even always work out that way. Sometimes you get him after she's already napped. Yeah. Um, or my husband's coming home late from work and she doesn't go down for bed till nine. And then I'm literally left for like an hour or two late at night to and go you're over exhausted. something. And you're exhausted because yeah. you've been with a, you know, a toddler all day or, yeah. you know, your daughter who may have a bunch of activities after school. Yeah. And, which is, which yeah. is what happens. Mm-hmm. And they have, when they're in school, there's more time. Mm-hmm. Um, but usually the stuff comes at night mm-hmm. and then you have, it's good. You know, you audition the next day and you can go while they're in school right. and stuff like that. There's a lot of stuff that does open up, but I, I do find that whenever I get an audition, as happy as I am, like I want to work. And as much as I kind of start to get down when I don't have auditions, when I do get that call and I mm-hmm. see it's my manager, I'm like, oh no. I know. It's terrible. I'm that, I'm honestly, <laughs> I'm that way too. And my husband the other day reminded me, he's like, I hate that you get so frustrated now when you yeah. get an audition. He's like, you used to love it and jump for joy. And yeah. I'm like, because now it means I have to find a babysitter. Mm -hmm. I have to find some time to rehearse and do well. Um, you know, and I have to shower, get dressed, rush out the door, get to my audition and get back so that if a babysitter or one of my awesome friends who've offered to watch her, Mm -hmm. um, I don't take up their day, you know, or I don't have to pay someone X amount of money. Cause these are things also that I'm thinking about now when I'm going to an audition, if I'm stuck in traffic, for yeah. an extra hour on the freaking 405 or something. Which happens. It happens. And then you have to ask the person, especially if it, even though they're your friends yeah. and they love you and they want to help you, 
it's easier to ask family to do that because their family, there's sort of that line that sort of opens up. It's easier, but it gets corroded when it's friends because you're, I, even though they want to help you there, you do feel like you're taking advantage. Right. And so then it's like, you want to return the favor as quickly as possible. Right. But then the next audition comes up and you're going to ask them again because the other people can't do it. This happened to me today, but I had a dentist appointment, but it was like, who can can take her so she doesn't have to sit there and then she ended up sitting there and she was fine but um it's still you feel um incredibly guilty and I have and it sounds like you have great friends too that have offered so many times to help so many of my friends have stepped up and helped me out and it's been such a lifesaver because you know when you don't have that family um connection or somebody that can come over just not out of obligation but you know like that's maybe not the right word but it's kind of you know it's, it's sort of your role like one yeah. of my brother's kids they my family lives like four or five hours away from me and they're not out of state mm-hmm. but it still is a long yeah way that's to go. a long way to go for babysitting yeah <laughs> and they're so like yes yes keep her here she spends the night now it yeah. does get easier when they get older because usually you're asking people to watch them that have friend they have kids and their friends mm-hmm. so the people that I ask first they always, they're her school It can friends. end up being like a play date almost. Yeah. And you, yeah. and the, you're not changing diapers. Yeah. Um, the food, they can communicate like what they want to eat. Right. Uh, it's easier. It does get easier. Even though they say they're willing to do it, I still feel incredibly guilty yeah. asking them to do that. Um, I do every single time, yeah. even when it's, even if at this stage, mm-hmm. when they're basically like ready for their own apartment, feels like yeah, sometimes yeah. they're so like, they're so smart and right. just independent. Um, I still feel terrible. Right. And I just like, please like ask something of me. Like, let's balance I know. the scale. Like, let's and do something. you do feel like that. You do yeah. feel like, um, it, it's, it's one-sided sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I've tried to express to so many of my friends, like if you ever need anything from me and, and I can't help you out, I will. Right. But it's, I'm in a weird situation because none of my friends, my like close inner circle really have kids. I have one friend who just had a baby a yeah. few weeks ago, but she's only two months old. So she's in a totally different place. She's also not an actor. Um, but none of my actor moms, um, or actor, actor friends are moms. Yeah. That's what I should say. So it's just a weird give and take kind of situation, you know? Yeah, and when they don't, I, I, I remember that when they didn't have kids mm-hmm. and that was me. And then I joined a mom's club and that kind of changed. And so I was, were you one to... of the first of all of your actors, uh, friends to have a kid? Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But then I met moms after I had Jane that mm-hmm. had already had kids, but people that I knew before I had a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody I knew that had kids were not actors. Yeah. And, um, that's the same, same with me. Yeah. And I mean, it were, it was, and they don't usually live here. Yeah. And if they were here, honestly, mm-hmm. many of them left yeah. to go be with their family, which I totally And live somewhere more affordable. Yeah, because it's just, there were times when Pete and I would look elsewhere, like in the state. Mm-hmm. I said, you know, I, my mom's elderly and I want to be near family, so I can't move away. Right. But I like staying here. It just, there were days when it was so daunting mm-hmm. and trying to be an actor. And I would just, you know, I'm sure you've had this too. And I have Absolutely. this like conversation with myself monthly, which is like, you know what, maybe, maybe that was the last job I ever had. Right. Like that's, it's right. over. Like it's okay. How, what is that about? Yeah. Because I've had that feeling too, where you're just like, uh, it, maybe it's not working. I've dedicated yeah. the past, <laughs> you know, maybe it's just yeah. not meant to be. It's a head game. It's yeah. a, 
I have had times when when I am working mm-hmm. and I have a regular gig and I audition, mm-hmm. I do great. Yeah. And I feel great about it. I go in with like the right it's spark. It's momentum and yeah. it's a great energy. But yeah. then when it's just crickets for months on end mm-hmm. and then you have an audition, I'm not the person that actually looks at that and goes, oh man. Because, you know, they can smell desperation sure. and you're never going to oh, get sure. it when they can smell that. Yeah. But I actually take it like, oh, it'll just be another one that I don't get. It's terrible. It's terrible where I put myself. But then it also allows me to do it the way that I want to do it. So I had one last week where I had to improvise, which is great because I didn't have the time with the script. They're like, this is kind of, these are the points we want you to basically hit. And so I just improvised it and I made the character totally crazy and I didn't get it, but it was like, it was good that I was it's able so to just. It's so freeing somewhat, yeah. you know. Like, I know I'm not right for this part right. just by the breakdown. Mm-hmm. That means I'm just going to make it crazy. I'm just going to do it the way that I see it, what I find funny. Right. And that stuff I feel like it loosens the joints a little bit. It oils things. And because um, when I audition back to back, it's great. I will get something. It always used to, if, it, if I have eight auditions in a week, which I don't even remember the last time that happened, uh, if it has ever happened, and I'll get one. I will. It's just going to happen. It's just, and that's because it's just that momentum and that lubrication. It's that practice. Yeah. It's an energy. Yeah. It's a talent meets preparedness meets luck, mm-hmm. you know? Kind and that's a terrible, that. like, I heard somebody say that it's the last institutionalized con. I thought that was actually pretty oh, accurate how interesting. and funny. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I've done, uh, I went to my alma mater and I talked to them and I, I, I tried to have a strategy and I wanted to help them where they could, places they could go, websites they could visit, stuff that mm-hmm. I think is reliable. But it was always with this undercurrent of, hey, look, yeah, it, it's just because you're the top of your class and you're the bee's knees in your theater department, it means nothing. Nothing. Until you're you have an advantage because yeah. you're you have skill you have a mm-hmm. skill set, but it's a totally different thing to be doing it. Yeah, and to be in it. Yeah, because there's so many talented people who don't even have an agent, who don't um, audition at yeah. all, and I feel in that respect I feel very lucky because mm-hmm. I know there are people who are far more talented than I am mm-hmm. who um, deserve you know, a, a ton of opportunity. I think that's where the conversation of it's not personal comes in. It's personal, yes. but it's not right. And you have to become really well-versed and it's practice very personal in that it's it that like way. how you look, mm-hmm. um, what you sound like, mm-hmm. uh, how you carry yourself, uh, all of those choices that you, you know, uh, made in your, in your audition. But then also it could just be like, eh, she's okay. <laughs> right. You know, it could literally just be a discussion amongst the producers. Like, eh, She's fine. Yeah. She'll work. I always think that the discussion they're having about me is like, she seemed weird. She looked <laughs> like she was shaking. Like she, she seemed, seemed cause like, like she her, yeah, her like no, she like, just didn't seem like she wanted to be there. She seemed a little off. It's like my defense mechanism to be a jerk. And I'm yeah. like, oh, shoot. Yeah. That's why I don't get commercial work. Cause I don't seem like I'm easy to hang with. <laughs> oh my God. I never, um, I hope my commercial agents don't listen to this, but I never book commercials. I don't either. I go out for auditions and they're so great about getting me out for stuff. And I'm pretty sure like ca- commercial casting people just don't, they don't see me as no. being able to pimp their product. And no. I'm like, why? Yeah. I will sell the shit out of something. Give it to me. I've, that's the one thing that I'm just like, I'm determined <laughs> yeah. to understand what the formula is here. What and I've taken it? so many workshops and it makes a lot of sense what they say. Do you think it's because we're not brunette? Because every <laughs> oh, <really? laughs> mom, every mom, if you look, all of the regular, there's like about four or five ladies right now um, that are on like, Every commercial from yeah. cars to food to, you know, whatever. And they're brunettes. 
Um, That's funny. There's a woman that I know that books all the time, and she's brunette. Interesting. Like dark. And she said that the, she started booking when she stopped talking. She mean like in the audition? Yeah, like she shut her mouth. Oh. And, but, because, you know, they ask you like, hey, how's your day going? And they're totally taping that. Yeah. Because then they send it to the producers. Yeah. And these are the, because they want to see create. your personality. Right. And so you'll probably <laughs> see me going, oh, I don't know. <laughs> so I took this class and he's like, you got to have like your monologue. You got to have your like, hey, hey like no matter what it is, no matter what they ask me, I always spin it toward like the team that I love, like the Lakers or yeah. the Dodgers or something. I yeah. do something that I adore. And so I was like, okay, so maybe I can spin it toward my kid. Mm-hmm. But it's so disingenuous because I'm like, hey, I love, I love peanut butter <laughs> and I'm here today. Look at me, how much I love being here. Yeah. And I, they're, I and they're like, look why is she so weird? Terrible, because then the audition has to be about some pharmaceutical <laughs> yeah. product about oh fibromyalgia. God. I know. And I have to be I like, know. I'm in pain. You have to be like, But don't like, look like you're in that much pain. And then you have to look like you're relieved. But don't look that relieved. Yeah. And don't make it so scary. Yeah. They give mm-hmm. you so many like weird directions or no direction. Like, um, yeah. all right, just do it again. Because they're not like, the oh. creatives. Yeah. And even when casting, mm-hmm. sometimes I get terrible redirects. Yeah. But for the most part, I'm so much more comfortable in the room mm-hmm. for a theatrical situation. Yeah, me and too. And I can handle it. Mm-hmm. I cannot, because part of you, you are being cast for who you are. For who you are. Commercially? Commercials. Yeah. They don't care it's who different. you are. Yeah. I think for me, commercially, I um, am probably most often busted for like throwing shade at the other people in the room where I'm like, I can't believe this jackass just said that. <laughs> Or like, I cannot believe this girl wore oh, her like dash, hot pink polka dot shirt. Yeah, because oh. in every you know in commercial auditions they bring in like twelve people at a time. Yeah, uh, in the in the room or mm-hmm. something, and everyone's trying to be the one that stands out. Like, right. look how funny I am. Look how much personality I have. And you know, that's actually when I do withdraw a little bit. That's not yes. me. I don't do because there's a phoniness that I abhor yes and i find personally offensive yes i cannot just go with the flow with that kind of thing it's yeah. very hard for me so you and i are probably standing commercial auditions just giving everyone the stink eye yeah and like saying f you yeah. and then yeah. they're like nope. and they can feel it because i walk in and i'm sarcastic and really <laughs> yeah. dry yeah and that's great for comedy right but um no not for i am judging every person yeah. in the room and i'm judging this product yes. and i'm judging you yep. because ultimately yep. it's beneath me yes and that's <gasps> why are we so I superior I to everything? Totally not. I want the money. I want the work. <laughs> and then you're like, really, I'm not. I, I would love to pimp your product, but um, but I just think it's stupid. It is stupid. You shouldn't be shouldn't be selling drugs. I know. I get so <laughs> mad. Whenever do you do this? Whenever I see somebody on a commercial or even on a TV show that's even kind of like me in any way remotely, mm-hmm. I'm like, God damn it! Who is that person? Yeah. Why didn't How I did get, get that? that? Yeah. Why wasn't I at least in the room for that? Yes. That's when I my husband gets so furious when he sees that kind of stuff he's like i saw but there's some stuff that when he sees it for him or for you for for me because he's not he doesn't he's not an actor yeah but there's um there's stuff that he sees where he goes why yeah i have friends that go we there's a show that we love and there's this girl on it and she's totally reminds us of you Mm -hmm. but there is like a list yeah and i'm not on that list i'm not on that i do okay casting knows who i am yeah I think uh, you do very well yeah. for stuff, mm-hmm. but that stuff, there's like, 
like what's her I name? don't know how you get on that next level of of the list of the one where you're like I think it's like maybe your agent like if you're with ICM yeah. William Morris you but know. you can easily get lost in the shuffle over there too well yeah I know somebody at ICM and he's just horrified he can't even stand it because he never he's lost out. in the shuffle now oh. they're a wonderful agency they're a yeah. wonderful agency but yeah. He needs to be in a disclaimer, boutique. Yeah, are. disclaimer. I would love to be with Isaiah. Yeah, Isaiah. I mean, I love my agents actually, but they're more of a boutique. Mm-hmm. But you and there's like a personal relationship there thing yeah. that I love. But I love that um, too. it's easy to you know if you're not like one of their big guys. Yeah, they you're yeah. just they forget about you. Yeah, I do love my agent. She's from New York, mm-hmm. and she's just like, don't call me if you don't. <laughs> Like if you don't have something, you know, that you need right away, I'm very busy. You know, oh, she's just yeah. like, I'm getting you auditions. Yeah. I'm getting all these other people auditions. Yeah. I'm Please very busy. don't be high maintenance. Yes. My yeah. manager. I called him and I once hear that. Yeah. because I wanted to know, cause I, I know a lot, you know, people, we know mm-hmm. the same people yeah. that, um, they call their agents and they go, so who's, who's in the top five for this part? I just auditioned today. Who do you do? Who that? Are they? I never do that. I never do that either. But I did I, it once and my agent went, Oh no, you're not going to be like that. Oh no. Okay. Never mind. Here's the deal. I want to know that information. Yes. I would love to know, like, why didn't I get this uh, audition for this part? Or like a great example is on modern family. Yeah. Um, two seasons ago, last season, the cam had, um, a sister, a sister I auditioned for that. You did. Yeah. I didn't get an audition for that. And I was shocked. I was like, I literally look like the chubby redheaded gal that got cast on that. I've, I've worked with her. Yeah. Yeah. And And then somebody told me that she's married to a producer and I was like, Oh, I didn't know that. She's really sweet, really funny. And she, I saw her, she had a great part on the office too. Oh yeah. And then I saw her, I saw her that she got that part. Yeah. And the audition for that was pretty brutal i talked to some of the people we know really? like in terms in. of like competition of like who no they were seeing it or... was in terms of the energy in the room Ooh. because it was a particular type yeah. casting situation yeah. Yeah. where they just already decided kind of new i see and like would, he starts stapling papers in the middle of my audition oh no <laughs> Oh no, that's the worst. Those kind of make me laugh, though. Yeah. And so, and then another woman that we both know said mm-hmm. that he started shuffling papers. Oh no, so it's that's like so heartbreaking. Defe- the defense mechanism. Yeah, that yeah, he, yeah. Did, he does. And the thing is, so, like, when that happens, though, like, of course, in, we'd like to still maintain our professionalism. Be like, damn it, I'm going to do what I've prepared, and mm-hmm. you're going to love it anyway. And then. I don't know what you do, but I walk out to my car and I'm literally like, oh God, I hate my life. Like wrist cutting and like, why am I doing this? We're moving back home. You know, never, we never move back to Oklahoma. Let's move like somewhere like Seattle or something. It always seems like a good idea. And then you're there and you're like, I could never live here. Oh my God. I know. I tell my husband, I go, we should just move up to my hometown. He goes, yeah, you can be a professional actor and I will be a music supervisor for movies and television. I was like, perfect. There you go. Of course, those jobs don't exist up there. No, they don't. Unfortunately. Sometimes that makes me sad that I can't Mm -hmm. go anywhere. You can't. I mean, New York, York. which, hi, that's even more expensive. Yeah, with kids too. No, thank you. Yeah. London, if you have like a gig already, oh, but uh, I actually really like LA. I mm-hmm. really love LA. And there's times when I'm just like so enamored and in love with it. And then other times when like, you're stuck on the 405 uh, on Friday, yeah. coming back from an audition in Santa Monica that yes. you know you didn't get. Yeah. Um, and you're gonna have to like pay a babysitter extra or something. Mm-hmm. You're like, Those what day- moments like that, which, or you come back to, 
um, a house that you don't own. Yes. <laughs> and, and you're like, I'll never be able to buy a house out here. Yeah. No matter how much money life. we make. Yeah. I will I never mean, have a house. Even yeah. if we're making like Melissa McCarthy money. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I'd still think, I'd still think about it. Uh, yeah. Because everybody's <laughs> getting a piece. Yeah. There's, there's a great movie. Well, I watched it. It was depressing. And every, every actor I talked to, they're like, why would I watch that when I already know what I live it? And it's about guest stars, but they only did men. Wait, was it that guy in that thing? Yes. There is. Okay. I'm so glad you brought this up. It's on my list. Okay. (laughs) Because there is a sister companion, a companion movie to that called that gal from that thing. Oh, you have to watch it. Oh, who's in it? Um, nobody we've ever heard of all character actresses who honestly, after I watch it, I was like, I'm done. I'm quitting. And I don't tell you to watch it because I don't want you to feel well, that way. Were they way, people that we know from our... They are character actresses. They're not people that we like audition with. Oh, They're okay. all a little older. Okay. Um, and um, they just genuinely talk about the frustrations of being a character actress. And the Not the ingenue, the leading lady, you know, 19-year-old, whatever. And um, how they sacrificed children being a mother oh wow um one woman i mean it was heartbreaking how she was like i decided long ago that my career would be my child and i was going to devote all my energy and all to that and she's like and now here i am 30 years later no farther ahead than i was and i have no family no kids nothing such a gamble it's such a gamble Mm -hmm. in this business and that's why honestly when i saw that um i was really glad that I did not allow myself to make that kind of choice because I don't think that my career will ever be as fulfilling Mm -mm. as my daughter and our time Mm -hmm. together and the, you know, the joy that she brings to my life. And as much as I love being on set and getting to act silly and making people laugh, it just doesn't compare. Well, and it's, it's fleeting. It's so temporary in that, that guy in that thing, one of the things they said, and I, I used this, I actually said it, I did this seminar workshop thing at the, at my alma mater before I saw that movie. And I was so uh, validated to hear what almost all of them said in the movie, mm-hmm. which was, you have to have something else. You have to, you have to love something else. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's my family, my kid, yeah. some of the, I, I mean, I'm, I'm a singer, so I, I have control over that, which I love, which is mm-hmm. like, I, I'm going to write it. We're going to perform it or mm-hmm. we're going to, and we're going to record it. And it's like, I can do that without, you know, relying on someone yeah. else. And of course, selling your stuff is something else entirely but having that thing that you love and you it doesn't have to be kids yeah because I we have a mutual friend who they have a side business that's booming mm-hmm. you probably know who I'm talking Huge, about yeah and she told me if it weren't for that it would just be far more frustrating yeah and it's true you have to have that thing that you can invest your time in while you're not working which is more times than when you are right and that's yeah. for me. That's my kid. You know, there's so much to think about. Um, I uh, want to do something else really quick. Okay. All right. So there's a couple. There's one question I want to ask before we start wrapping things up. What would be like your dream role, your dream scenario, if you will, in terms of like your career and being able to balance being a mom at the same time? Like what's your ideal situation? That's a great question. Um, I actually think about this a lot and I have friends who are in this situation. They're not the actor necessarily, but they are working as a costume designer or hair, Mm -hmm. head of hair and makeup, head of hair or head of makeup. Mm -hmm. Shouldn't combine those two. (laughs) Head of hairy makeup. (laughs) Hairy makeup. And the person who does hair does not do makeup. Does not do makeup. They are different. My friends are like, like, hey, you said hair and makeup together. (gasps) We're separate. We're totally separate. Um, 
I would like a multicam show because it's the closest to nine to five that you're going to get. Yeah. And it's, I would like it to be at Warner Brothers. <laughs> I do. I say that all the time. I'm like, I want that multicam, but I want it to be at Warner Brothers. Yeah. I don't want Please. any location shooting unless it's like one episode a year. Yeah. It's a special, special I might even episode. do Prospect Studios. That's also 10 minutes right? from my Maybe. house. Maybe. Um, but that's pretty much it because awesome. I did a show last year at Warner Brothers and it was like so seven yeah. minutes. Did you do the middle? No, I was on Selfie. Oh, that's right. Selfie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was selfie. like mm-hmm. seven minutes to get to work. That's amazing. It was unreal. And the, it's the dream. It was great. So, But it wasn't a multicam, but it was still great. Yeah. But yeah, the multicam and uh, the role itself, I would love it to have the, the dignity that a woman <laughs> of, a, of my age, mm-hmm. um, complex yeah. and funny. Um, is there like a, um, anybody that comes to mind in terms of like a character actor or somebody who has that kind of part that you would covet that's, that's really, <laughs> that you want to like take well, out of the good question? I don't know if it would be on a multicam. Mm-hmm. I'd love to have like the situation that Melissa McCarthy has. Cause totally. when I worked with her, her kids were there. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. I wondered what, how and she juggled her kids. It was, I mean, I don't know if they're there her. all the time, yeah. but they were there then. And her, her husband's like super involved and mm-hmm. it's just lovely like the yeah. whole thing is just it was just a lovely experience but um and watching that I just watched very closely mm-hmm. that whole situation but oh I don't know I don't think I want to be the lead of a show no <laughs> no I know I want to be the supporting cast yes that works in every episode or almost every episode yeah and is not shooting every day yeah that's ideal that's ideal that's <laughs> yeah. it that's exactly how I feel too yeah. it's just things change when you become a mom because mm-hmm. years ago I'm the same way I would never have said that I'm like um I want to be the lead mm-hmm. I want all the funny lines yeah um and then I want to do movies in the off season and like that's the dream you know? right um which but, is still possible sure and who knows when you do get to that place if you mm-hmm. do get to that place that it's still workable with the kids I mm-hmm. mean I don't know but I just know from where I sit that that scenario is the most probable yeah. I'm not probable. I shouldn't say that because that's well, it's like, it's totally going to happen. Yeah. It's, um, it's the most it's totally happening con- yeah. any minute now, you know, I'm expecting it. I'm fully expecting right. I did. I have talked to people that talk that way. Yeah. I'm taking this workshop and I just know this time next year, I'm going to be on a show. I know it. I'm like, Oh my gosh, oh my God. you're so you're going <laughs> to be home. Yeah. Back in. I know. Who's it's next. This time next year. Oh my that's God. A terrible attitude. Yeah. Um, it's about the marathon. It is not the sprint. And that's yeah. one thing I learned after years of being like, why am I not on TV yet? Yeah. <laughs> why am I not a regular? It takes regular? a gajillion years. It takes and for forever. some people, it's like, as soon as you land. Yeah. Good for you. But yeah. then, you don't, you know, the, the show gets canceled and then you don't work again for like, oh, so for this like is what it feels years. like. Yeah. Welcome to the club. Oh my gosh. I, I, there was a great quote after um, the shows that I've been on that have canceled and there's just that tremendous letdown. Yeah. Which you kind of expect. Sure. But um, because you always have to be on in that place of expecting something to be canceled, Mm -hmm. which is just a weird place to live. You have to become really good at detachment. 
Yeah. Which is so odd because you're, I mean, but in theater, did you, you did theater. Mm-hmm. And so you yeah. do this show and you're so close you and you're going to be the best friends forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then you don't see them again, like yeah. ever. Yeah. I've heard that about big stars on, on these huge blockbuster movies. They're yeah. like for six months at a time, they're like best friends and they're in the trenches. They're making these great movie and then they may not ever see them again. Right. They do like the red carpet, the press stuff. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, you never and see And then you them. might bump, you'll probably bump into them again at mm-hmm. some point because it's such a small business. Cause I mean, I've, you're probably at the phase too where you like work mm-hmm. with the same people mm-hmm. a couple of times at least. Sure. But there's this great quote. I don't know who said it, but it's um, I've learned that in this business, um, disappointment and rejection are an occupational hazard. Yeah. I was like, that's I've always sort of kept that spinning in my head. It's just that's that's what it is. It is. And it is um, a challenge to marry that with the joy and fun of being a mom Mm -hmm. and like trying to find that you're not carry that disappointment uh over into your everyday life yeah is there a box where you can put it Uh and sometimes the answer is yes and sometimes it's no yeah and sometimes at jane's at an age where i know i can just tell her like i'm sad today because the show got canceled right and i'm gonna probably be sad this whole week not like you know where i can't get out of bed right but i'm just gonna sort of have this cloud over my head a little bit right because now it's like well what's next and I'm going to really miss these people. And it was so great. And all the like, oh, they should have done this. And they should have done that. Mm-hmm. And, but that finally dissipates. And so you just move on. It's like, just sort of like s- s- bounces off you a little better each time. Yeah. But yeah. And not getting the part, just like, can I put it over here? And then so I can be fully engaged in, with my child. Yeah. And being, yeah. and doing your mom duties and mm-hmm. all of that. Um, I love that you came on for oh, my first I'm so show. glad you, I hope I didn't like ramble on because I can just go all. and go. No, I know. Let's talk and about that, rock climbing. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> I want you to come on again. Will you come on yes, again? Yes, I will. It really is great to know that you're going through a lot of the same Oh yeah, things all like, the time. And that you feel a lot of that stuff. Um, so thank you for talking to me at that Halloween party. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm so glad you're dressed as the Virgin Mary. I know. And I was like, I'm here going to be my friend. I'm going to make you be my friend. Um, so uh, people can check you out on Twitter, right? I am on Twitter. I, I don't. Are you bad at tweeting? I'm so bad. Oh I don't really have anything to say. It's for the kids. The it's, kids, the kids it. love it. The kids love this social media. I try. Yeah. I, I really try. I, some people who are really good at Twitter yeah. try to advise me, but I don't. I, whenever I'm on anything, I'll tweet it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm bad at the hashtags, mm-hmm. and the, I'm just terrible. I'm getting better at it. I'm I'm um, I'm going to be tweeting the hell out of this podcast. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, then I will too. I'll follow your lead. I'll yeah, just retweet yours. Just retweet it all. <laughs> and it's know. it's hasty underscore Jen, right? Um, <laughs> I looked it up before oh, you came. Okay. Yes. If you don't know what your Twitter is, that's, that's what, it what it is. is. Thank you for telling me. <laughs> It's hasty underscore at hasty underscore Jen. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. That so and pathetic. then, um, uh, your website. Do you have a website? Uh, yes. Jennifer hasty.com. You know that one. I know that you one. You got that yes. one. And that's, you can contact me there if you so desire. You please do. I've had some weird, some interesting requests that come through that website. Oh, weird. Because people email you and it comes to your personal account. They don't oh, have yeah. your personal account, but yeah, they ones don't know. like, we would like you to beat us up. Oh, what? I know. I've had weird requests. That's so strange. Yeah. People are crazy. I mean, you do it, obviously. Yes, of course. A little extra money. <laughs> a little extra dough. Well, like, well, 10 bucks listen, ahead. We got bills to pay. Yeah. Hey. Between <laughs> between acting gigs, we moms got to figure something out. That's right. To make money. Listen, I won't even tell you what I do. This podcast studio is also for phone sex. Oh, what? Oh, Here's my, my gosh. Daughter. I'm so good at that. That's Perfect. my side. Hey, Hi, speaking Perfect. of which, 
What happened? Oh, okay. We're going to go. We're going to end our podcast really quick, though. We're going to say thank you, everybody, for listening to the first episode of Motherhood in Hollywood. You want to eat food? (laughs) Me too. (laughs) So does Jen. All right, everybody, you can check us out at Motherhood in Hollywood. Dot com also on Twitter at MIH podcast and also on Facebook at motherhood in Hollywood. We awesome. have a big fancy podcast page there and um, we'll be back next week with a whole new episode. Bye everybody. Bye. Mama funny balls.